Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Game Plan, a playbook for winning law firms. I'm Scott Clayson. I'm your co-host and Joyce, once again, joining me. Welcome. How are you doing today, Joyce? Joyce Bradford, everybody. Well, hello. Hello. I feel like when you introduce me, Scott, there's like a round of applause somewhere. Um, I think maybe it's just my head, but I, I feel like we just need to pipe that in or something. I love it. I'll, I'll talk to our engineers and see if we can't pipe in the <laughs> round of applause. Give me some sound effects. <laughs> for those of us, for those of you who have not joined us previously, uh, Joyce and I are both part of the team at ProfitSolve, software solution provider with products that help tens of thousands of lawyers every day. I help out on the marketing end of ProfitSolve while Joyce is a licensed attorney and she can has consulted with hundreds. We were thinking thousands potentially of firms over the years that that help them run their practice better. And the mission with the podcast, we, we bring insight strategies um, that are employed by winning law firms who figured out how to successfully run their firms as a thriving business, leveraging all those amazing tools that are available to us today. So these are short 20, 15, 20, 23 minute. I think we've somehow landed on 23 minutes. 23 minutes. Time. Yeah. Um, podcast. It. Hopefully you walk away with one nugget of information that um, will help you run your law firm better and you can become a, uh, a winning law firm. So today, I'm going to dive into the very beginnings of law. No, uh, going back to the very first cave lawyer. When <laughs> the he cave made lawyer. <laughs> Which, of course, reminds me of caveman lawyer from Saturday Night Live, not to digress. Do you remember that skit? I do. Was that Phil Hartman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's caveman hilarious. Lawyer. I'm going to go watch some Phil Hartman skits after this. This has already gone off the rails. We're like three minutes in. It's uh, no, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the topic today, talking about starting your own law firm um, for a variety of reasons, of course, um, a lot of lawyers, a large number of lawyers will eventually come to the day where they may be starting their own law firm on their own as a solo mm -hmm. um, with a partner, with a group of partners, um, whatever the case may be. But at some point, you know, starting a law firm can be obviously a massively intimidating and um scary prospect. So we thought we would create or, or walk you through what we feel like are the kind of necessary technology tools that are just the bare minimum that you absolutely have to have to get yourself off the ground. Um, Joyce, when we were talking about this ahead of time, I think you said it nicely, like, hey, I got $200 on a laptop. That's it. And I'm, you know, starting my law firm. What are the things I need to put on that darn laptop? so that I can, you know, uh, start this darn business and I've hung out my shingle. So first you got to go to Home Depot and buy a shingle. Buy a shingle. <laughs> yes. Buy a shingle and a nail. That's all you need. You're, and you're officially a law firm. So we've come up with the, uh, the three, two, one here, right? Three, two, one, start your law firm. We're going to start with our, the, the three absolutely necessary technologies you need to put into place to start that law firm. And, and Joyce, where does it, where does it begin? What are the three must-haves? Yeah. Uh, well, first and, and foremost, uh, it's pretty easy to start a law firm, right? It's not easy to be a great lawyer. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, I want to uh, sort of put a nice little wrapper around this. This is how you start. This is not how you stay successful. Uh, but if you get started today, maybe you just absolutely hate your firm and you need to leave. Maybe you're just starting out in law school. Uh, maybe you just don't know where to start and you keep hearing that you need $1,700 worth of software before you ever uh, talk to a client, right? 
Uh, maybe that's true for some people, but for most of us, it's not. So there are three things right now that you have to have in order to serve your clients. One, you need an email solution. Uh, and why on earth do you need email? Because you're a business and you're a human being and it's 2022 and soon to be 2023. You have to have email. Get a business grade email account. I You've got no business using a Gmail uh, at gmail.com account. Do not do that. Invest in a business account that's going to give you your higher level of security. You are going to be communicating with clients that will send you confidential client information, whether you ask for it via email or not. You need to protect their information and you have a responsibility to maintain, to maintain client confidentiality. So get a business grade email account. Um, but business grade, yeah. make, you, kind of, you mentioned this, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, no, in other words, you need to register a domain name. Yes. So come up, so you can have an at, you know, BradfordLawFirm.com, yeah. register that name, and then you should be very easily able to um, figure out or have a friend or technology person that can help you understand that if this is not a Gmail account. You could still actually access that yeah. domain through Gmail potentially. Sure but can. I agree that I have, um, in my experience in uh, marketing to lawyers and seeing email addresses that were, were trying to get information in front of lawyers, a lot of Bradford Law Firm at gmail.com. Yeah, get out of town. Get out of yeah. town. I'm going to think that's a scam if that comes to me. No, yeah. thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, um, you need that business suite of services. You just have to have that. You don't need a huge investment in a lot of things, but you do need an investment in that business suite of services. So yes, Scott's right, domain name, uh, and then go get your business grade accounts, either from uh, Microsoft or from Google. I personally think it's easier to get started with Google just from doing it a few times and testing things out. Get it done, right? Uh, the second thing you need is a document creation suite. There is no way to be an attorney and not create documents. You don't need fancy document automation right away, but you do need a way to create work product. Uh, the cheapest way to do this is, again, with that uh, Google suite that you might have set up. I would advise against that. Um, there are lots of folks who use it. However, it does become a stymie. Uh, or it will stymie you later on. It, it just happens, right? Because not everything integrates with Google the same way it integrates with Microsoft Word. Um, and it is harder to create and to grab your templates out of Google Documents and put them into another solution. Things are built with the assumption that Microsoft Word is going to be where you will eventually end up. So invest in uh, a 365 account and you can pay monthly. It's not a huge upfront cost on that, but invest in a, 360, uh, a 365 account from Microsoft. So you have uh, a document creation tool there that's going to work with whatever you choose to use in the future when you do have the, the money to, to upgrade. Um, and the last thing that you have, oh, Scott, yes. I was gonna say, and that by the way, also gets you that Office 365 account, not just the yeah. document creation, but that yeah. business level email as well with, with exactly. And I yeah. think last time, I, I mean, you can get, you know, your O365 account for around 20 bucks a month. It's so, so cheap. Yeah. So now we've, we're on the clock for, for $20 a month now with, and we're through two yeah. of our three necessary tools. Um, not check and check. Yeah. yeah. 20 bucks, right? Uh, the last thing you need is accounting software. You have to have it. Do not think that you can get away with a spreadsheet. I have seen firms do this and they say, oh, well, I just don't really have a lot of trust accounting. I just manage everything on a spreadsheet. 
get out of town with that junior league behavior. You are a professional business managing the money of your clients. You have zero business tracking that on a spreadsheet. Use the tools that are designed for small businesses and where possible use businesses, use solutions that are designed for legal businesses, right? Um, it's so easy to think, okay, well, I'm just not going to take trust account information. I'm, I'm not going to put anything in my account. I'm going to do flat fee and uh, I'm going to get paid upfront and I'm going to mark that as an operating retainer. Tell that to the state bar, right? That's not a conversation you want to have. I know lots of attorneys who think that they can just skirt the rules like that. But if you're working for a client and that money, uh, even if it says earned on receipt, the state bar is not going to take too kindly to your uh, your language in your fee agreement if you haven't completed the scope of re representation uh, that you've agreed to for your client and you still have money in that, quote, operating retainer. It's and your client starts complaining and wants their money back, right? That's just not how you should do business. Don't be scared of trust accounts, but use the tools that are going to make those trust accounts easier. So you can work with an accountant or you can set this up on your own in QuickBooks. You truly can do it in QuickBooks. I'm telling you, it can get complicated, but for your first level of, of management here, um, those first few months when you're getting off the ground, you can get QuickBooks for something like $19 a month. It's nothing and it is worth it because you're going to cut your checks out of there for everything. You're going to manage your expenses out of there. You're going to manage your budget out of there. You're going to track your client funds in there. It is absolutely worth it for you to set that up the right way. I think that if you don't do that, that's a real hidden inefficiency you're going to create yeah. in your new firm from the very get-go because... Mm -hmm. Managing all of that, like you just described, the trust accounting and all the work that's behind that. If you find, oh, I, I don't want to spend even like the $20, $30 a month on even QuickBooks, which isn't still even the most ideal solution because for it's not right. necessarily made for legal accounting, but is a solution because we're talking bare, bonus, bare minimum, right? Yeah. Even that, you saying, oh, I don't want to invest in, I want to save as much money as possible. Time, this is where you look at time as money. And like, yeah. if I can use a business grade accounting solution, yeah. at least to get myself off the ground and not do those spreadsheets or keep something in a ledger or whatever the case may be, you are absolutely saving yourself a ton of time that you should be putting towards billable hours. Cause that's where, you know, at the very beginning, especially every extra 15 minutes or six minutes, you know, let's go to every six minutes, six minutes yeah. is, you know, billable time, you know, yeah. available to you. So I think that's um, important mm -hmm. to know, like that's where a time suck um, could really come into play. Okay. Yeah. So that's our three gotta three. have, gotta have, gotta have. Gotta this, have. this is it. Yeah. So here's the, now we're gonna, let's talk about the two, maybe you really should have these, yeah. um, you know, to, to get up and running. And again, our tally here, if we're going to tally up this, you know, what is this costing us per month with subscription-based software between our O365 account, let's say, and maybe a QuickBooks account, we're still at maybe 50 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. Between, between, fit, between uh, 40 and $60, depending on what, uh, what you're getting. Yeah. Right. Let's say you charge $200 an hour. So you're now investing $15 a time per month. Yeah. towards your, you know, the, the necessary business tools. That is, uh, you know, I'm not a math major. That's a pretty good return on investment. So, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. You work a couple hours, you're doing all right. Uh, all yeah. right. So let's talk about the two that you should have, right? Um, 
I see a lot of firms get in this mindset that again, they're going to use spreadsheets to track time and billing. It is possible, folks. It is possible, but it gets complicated. Is something a flat fee? Or is it a contingency fee? Is it hourly? Well, maybe you might want to make your life easy and it's all hourly and I'm just going to track all this time. Or make it even easier and I'm just going to make it a flat fee and here it is. But you have to record what you're doing for your clients. There is an idea, this sort of startup idea in law firms that happens sometimes where you think, if I'm charging a flat fee, I don't need to give my clients an accounting of what I've done for them. You could not be further from the truth on that. Again, that is not a conversation you want to have with your representative at the state bar. You need to be tracking what you do. So best case scenario, everything's a flat fee. You've got a summary at the top of uh, an individual spreadsheet in Excel, right? That says this is who they are and all their contact information. And then boom, 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 time entries. Well, what if you didn't track the time? What if it's incorrect? How do you know which ones you've built for? It gets complicated. Again, it's a time suck. So invest in a time and billing solution. You should do it. It is worth your time. So there are lots of time and billing solutions out there for you. One of the easiest ones for you to get involved in uh, to start up today is TimeSolve. You're looking at $39 a month to not only track all of your time, but you also generate your bills uh, and to send your invoices out to your clients. I mean, this could not be any easier, right? And it ties very nicely with QuickBooks. Exactly. Or, you know, and does some of that trust accounting work for you as well that's more legal specific. So yeah. again, not a big investment for something because the other and you may be getting to this, Joyce, but just to jump in here, the other mm-hmm. side of that of hey, maybe I have these nice spreadsheets and it's creating the actual invoice itself. Um yeah. and again, time the time it takes to use like a word template or yeah. something to make it look nice. And I have my little, yeah. you know, um, header on top of the the letterhead type stuff. And again, these good time and billing tools will do all of that for you. Um, you don't, yeah. it just, you just have to say create draft invoice and boom, there it is. The invoice is already, uh, you're using a template that you've set up ahead of time and you don't have to spend, you know, hours creating invoices. Instead, you're literally creating all your invoices for a month, like in seconds. So exactly. Hidden time uh, savings for sure there uh, with having yeah. a good time and billing solution. All right. What's our next absolutely should have, not necessary, yeah. but you should have. It's not necessary, but you really should have. And that's a way to share documents with your clients. So you have a client portal built into most larger practice management solutions, but you also have the ability to buy this in a one-off solution. Again, if you're really penny pinching, at least short term. Right. Uh, And there's some that you should just keep long term for your practice, but it's a great way to just go ahead and get uh, that necessary thing. So you might think, well, I've got email. Why on earth do I need a client portal? So email is designed for non-confidential client communication. Clients use it that way anyway, which is why we say you should have something more secure. It's professional and it's more secure. But if you are sending or receiving confidential client information, personal identifying information, healthcare information, um, anything that someone wouldn't want on a billboard about them, right? Uh, All of that information really should be shared via a secure client portal because you don't want that information treading over public email servers. Uh, There's not a lot of advancement in what email is from its uh, inception. Uh, There are some better ways to do it, right? We've got some better user interfaces, but the the core functionality of it is still essentially the same, right? But you send information over public highways and you can't get around that 
when you're using email. So a secure client portal will give you a way to send and receive client information securely. Um, and then if you are smart, you will build in your document, or excuse me, your electronic signature tool directly into that. Um, there are some really great e-signature tools that'll cost you 20, 30 bucks just for that tool. Don't do that. If you are really trying to get started with the necessary pieces, get a sharing tool with an e-signature tool built into it. I personally really like LexShare for this. I think it's incredible. So you're going to get that uh, a place where, for your clients to send and receive documents uh, directly with a little link that you send them. Uh, you can send, uh, you know, you can authenticate this with fun questions, you know, like what's your pet's first name or something silly, right? Uh, but it's all personalized information. So no logins or extra security that they feel like they have to have some um, uh, some weird gatekeeper on, right? It just feels like, oh, someone's just sending me something the way they normally would. Feels very natural for them, secure for you. Uh, and then when they sign a document or send a document back to you, it just ends up exactly where it's supposed to be in a client folder that you've set up uh, within the LexShare ecosystem. Uh, and it's absolutely fantastic. So um, document sharing in a secure format and e-signatures. And the reason I say e-signatures are part of this should have is because you're getting started right away. You have to have this. We're not talking about getting office space. We're not talking about getting a PO box. We're not talking about tracking mileage on your cars for when you go back and forth to client meetings. We want you to be able to start up right now uh, and start working for your clients. The only way to do that in today's uh, post-pandemic society is to have a way to collect e-signature in a valid way. Oh, by the way, this is where we start talking about marrying tools together. Yes. RecShare has a wonderful Outlook plugin so mm -hmm. that you can do all of that file sharing and signature requests and so on right from your Outlook, right from your email. So you're not fighting around different, you know, we're, we're talking about several different solutions, but the more of these that can talk to one another or be married into one another, um, obviously the more efficient you're going to be. And on the client side, you'll find if you do some research that one of the kind of hangups uh, oftentimes when sending documents to be signed is it's coming from that third-party tool, like a DocuSign, Adobe Sign. Yes, it might have your name on it, but it's not like from your email address. So if the person needs to hit reply, um, they're replying back to some do not reply address. Yeah. That's not the case with, with LexShare, which is a convenient for that tool. And it, it does, it plays super nice with, with Outlook. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right, we have our three necessary tools, our two, you really should have it. And yeah. let's leave everybody with like, this is the one that you, you, you can't live without. You can't leave home without it. <laughs> uh, can't leave home without it. Can't leave yeah. home without it. Yeah. You need yeah. an electronic signature tool. No, what? Huh? No, payments. <laughs> Wind it back, engineers. I'm still stuck <laughs> on signatures. You have to have a payment tool. It is necessary. You have to have a payment tool. Uh, to collect electronic payments from your clients. There is no way to operate a firm in today's society where it's a startup and turnaround and I'm ready to start my law firm today if you are not accepting payments through some electronic method. It is a requirement. So I don't want you to have to have an office where someone comes in and makes payments to you. I don't want you to have to go hunt someone down to find a paper check. I don't want someone to email your home. 
Could you imagine having to give someone your personal home address because you're working out of a home office? Absolutely not. Do not do that. Your home address should never be given to clients, right? Should not be public and it should not ever be given to clients. You need to elect, uh, take payments electronically. So um, uh, you need to be able to take credit cards. You need to be able to take ACH or e-check payments. Those are both necessary um, for the reasons I said and also because you want to meet your clients where they are. You don't pay your bills by check. Your clients don't want to do that either. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's proven that you're you're going to get paid faster, and especially when you're starting a new firm, cat. You know, used, the saying used to be cash is king. Cash flow is king. You you want to get paid. You know, when you have bills or an outlay that you may have um, put out there to start your firm, you want to get paid as fast as possible after sending that invoice and mm -hmm. electronic receiving that payment electronically is the fastest way. Period. Full stop. I mean, there's just no argument. So um, if you could walk away from that one nugget of information here um, with all the necessary tools, I think, you know, I would plant my flag on the payments. Like, yeah. you know, all, all, you got to figure out how to get paid. That literally is the bottom line um, yeah. and get paid quickly. Um, so it, it's easy to do. There's lots of ways out there to do it. Um, there's, I mean, we all heard of, uh, if you're a lawyer, you've heard of law, there's those out there, LexCharge is another one that offers, you know, payment solutions. Um, and eventually as you grow your firm and you get into, you kind of have your rhythm, you know how you're doing things, that's when you can start looking at some of these practice management solutions that kind of take everything we've just described and roll mm -hmm. it all up into one big ball package that you don't have to necessarily have five different solutions. And that said, they're all kind of in the same, housed under the same, um, you know, software, like a, like a Cosmolex, like a Rocket Matter, uh, yeah. Capstree is another one um, that can do that for you. So um, that, I think that's something that as, after you get your firm launched that, you know, evaluate where you're at and, if, yeah. you know, that's where the, the next phase is for you. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're in critical startup mode, and I mean, critical startup mode, you need Word, you need accounting software, you need uh, email, right? So also a domain, let's just add that in there, right? Uh, you need time and billing to track that. You need secure client portals um, or secure client sharing uh, and you need payments. Uh, if you have to get started today and you just don't have a lot of budget, I cannot recommend uh, anything other than TimeSolve for a quick start. It's going to give you your time and billing. It's going to give you those uh, the ability to invoice quickly and give you lots of time back. Uh, it's going to integrate with uh, a lot of the things that we've talked about today and most importantly, integrates with payments. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you're generating those invoices, you want people to be able to pay them yep. quick as a yep. flash. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we've given everybody uh, a little bit of uh, wisdom and knowledge about the, the necessary tools to uh, technology tools to, to yep. get that firm off the ground. There's a lot of other, you know, these tools, and let's be honest, we're more about the business side of yep. launching your firm, not necessarily the, how to be, how to do good laundry <laughs> yep. uh, technology. And that's, you know, for a whole nother podcast to talk about, here's the, the tools that are necessary for, you know, all your e-discovery and, and briefs and all that sort of stuff that I can't speak to, but Joyce, you could as a, as an attorney. So um, Joyce, as always, thanks for the, uh, the, the wisdom um, and insights, much appreciated. And uh, we hope that everyone will uh, tune in for our next podcast. You can find us um, wherever podcasts are found. So wherever podcasts are found. <laughs> 
that's right. We will be there. So um, just make sure you look up Profit Solve and uh, the, the, the game plan and you'll find our podcast. So Joyce, thanks again. Have a good day. Oh, thanks, Scott. Yeah, thank you.